0: They called the book Dr. Sleep, but for the film they called it The Shining 2 colon Scatman Crothers. Welcome to the George Schmidt Show, everybody. Hello, Damien. Hello, George. Good. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Can you believe that, that they, he, he did a, a sequel to The Shining? Stephen King, I mean, not Scatman Crothers. Scott went off and he did whatever he wanted, he just called it Shannon 2.
1: I mean, I know he was really discontent with Kubrick's movie, and he, he I think, didn't, didn't he re, remake it, I think,
0: when he was at the, in the director's chair, is that right? People are like, don't get me wrong, I mean, Stanley Kubrick was a, was a fantastic artist, but if you want to see the definitive version of The Shining, well, you haven't seen anything until you've seen the Crothers cut.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want to know where Eddie Murphy got the idea to play every single role in the Nutty Professor? The remake of The Shining with Scat- Scatman it's, Crothers. It's and Scatman re- Crothers.
0: It's not a remake. It's, that's how they originally shot it. And then Kubrick was sat in the editing room going, I don't think Catman- Scatman Crothers, playing both Danny, Scatman Crothers, and <laughs> Shelley Duvall, I don't think that lends itself to horror. I mean, it does in a way. <laughs> laid, laid a, she was wearing leather in that film,
1: wasn't she? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Dungarees, perhaps. I, I mean, I'm not not, not sure. leather not hosen. Not, not leather hosen. But she was wearing hosen. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you know, I think they were mostly I, 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 the way I remember it. She most was mostly trousers. Were, what, That's the thing about. It, Shelley there, it was a mostly trousered <laughs> movie. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. There was that lady in the bathtub who was without hosen, but uh, anyway, I, I think.
0: Uh, anyway, that did that did actually happen. I did. Happened to come across Doctor Sleep just by chance, and I was very taken aback by it. That's that's all I wanted to say. That's all I'm reporting. Oh, yeah, you, all that happened this week. And you found the screenplay
1: for Stephen King's original uh, original draft of uh, Kubrick's The Shining as well. Well, that's, that's the story.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, but I haven't looked at it yet because I just can't find enough cocaine to take all at once. <laughs> it's eight hundred pages. It's not just that; it's written by Stephen King. You know, I mean, I need to. I need to be on the level if I'm going to get it. Yeah, it's going to be a hard read otherwise. Well, you know, it's like if I was going to read Goethe, I'd I'd take my German pills, wouldn't I?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, no explanation necessary, I think, as to what a German pill might be.
0: Anyway, carrying on. I imagined it would be some sort of, like, uh, nub of condensed salami. (laughs) Highly pressurized. Yes, it's it's under pressure. Yeah, it's under pressure. It's we'll we'll guarantee it's safe until you start to fuck around with it, and then as soon as you take it out of his wrapper, <laughs> it just expands. Oh, not at all. I mean, it's so highly pressurized. I mean,
1: as a as a foodstuff, it is completely erroneous. You couldn't possibly hope to chew it, or even in fact to digest it. So the idea it's used as a pill at all is is kind of is, is almost yeah, it's almost entirely redundant. Um, it will pass through your entire digestive tract without. Any change to its form.
0: And if there were two doctors watching this pill of super concentrated salami passing through you, they would say, what? Well, perhaps one of them would say to the other, perhaps the younger one who doesn't know quite as much about salami science, perhaps he would say, but I, I don't understand. It's just passing through Mr. Montgomery without a- anything coming off. It's, it's not being processed at all. It's not being digested. And then the other doctor, the older physician who's teaching him his padawan learner, he, he'll come over to him and he'll say his meat rates are at a hundred percent. So that's that's a, that's the sort of salami you could use again and again, is it? I don't I don't really see the the advantage in it.
1: I wasn't yeah, I wasn't quite sure whatever it, the the efficacy um, or even the application of these German pills were. Do you imagine they I, they
0: they they sell them in in? pressurized containers that you essentially had to unscrew and when you unscrewed them it was like when predator takes off its helmet and goes Shh. <laughs> 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 oh shit someone's opened some salami somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's stored in a vacuum
1: an incredibly fucking powerful vacuum so as soon as you open the jar there's an incredible air current so it's all been swept into this into this tiny little jar ripping doors off fucking hinges i mean if you're close to if you get your face stuck on that it's going to bore through your skull
0: (laughs) sorry what if you get your face stuck on what the jar as you break that
1: seal if you don't oh you you don't keep enough distance and you get sucked in and your face you know um becomes the next seal oh you see i thought you meant like insurance
0: what if you open the jar while the jar's in your mouth like, oh, are you one, you're one of those people. That's how you open your jars. You put the whole jar <laughs> in your mouth. It's a one-handed thing. the glass. Thing. Yeah. Oh. Isn't there a video somewhere of someone sitting on a jar and it breaking up their ass?
1: Yeah. I, I, yes. I've I've heard about that. It's, it's it's I think it's it's an infamous video. It's, it's like it's an infamous. You look gift. for like crystal ash or something <laughs> like that, and it's like. It's like a f- old like cider flagon. Like the guy's got. <laughs> 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 of yeah, because like, it it's quite unbelievable See? at foot.
0: Oh fuck this! I I like it up the arse. I've decided. <laughs> 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 so Damien, tell me about the pandemic. Uh
1: um, there you go. Yeah, I can't really do it without piggybacking on other people's kind of definition of it. I someone was talking about it like it's a it's an ecological. Thriller, horror, or something like that. Um, well, that's and there,
0: but that's defining the genre. That's not telling me what happens in it.
1: Uh, um, a happy couple are attacked by birds, and then the birds leave.
0: So obviously, this is—I mean, what? This is like a B movie ripoff of the Birds, the famous thriller, The Birds.
1: Yeah, but I have a—I have a hunch that um, the director never really kind of made that parallel.
0: Well, he got Tippy Hendry... This is george from the future i pronounce to be hendron hedron to be hedron to be hendry through the magic of editing i will make it so you cannot tell the difference in his other film that we were going to watch jack and julie you know to be hend to be to be she's the woman from the birds oh really he got her oh, to okay. be in there and then um he put uh, some imagery from that film of his onto a TV screen in the back of a scene at about 45 minutes for, like, five seconds of... The and that's why she has third billing in Birdemic. <laughs> <laughs> she was never in it, but, she, but but her footage was. So he managed to make a rip-off of The Birds with... To be run, he thinks, I guess... Right, okay. Oh, well, then I
1: have to kind of, yeah, retract what I I just said. I guess that he was was all too well aware of what he was doing. Yeah, I guess he really fucking loved the birds and he really, I guess he, yeah, he really loves the birds and he really likes Al Gore, I guess.
0: And Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono, what's the connection there? What have I missed? Well, there's lots of shots in the film where there's pictures, I guess, of Yoko Ono's poster or ad campaign advertising her website, and the ad campaign is just www.imagine.com in black uh, impact letters on a white background. Ima- yeah, sorry, it's a, Imagine Peace, wasn't imagine it? Imagine Peace, sorry, yes. That was a Yoko Ono thing. I didn't know yeah, that. I mean, Yoko Ono didn't know this guy was doing it, right? I, I think. Right, okay. Even that's too yes. mad for her.
1: She fucking bankrolled the movie.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. Ugh. And Mark Chapman really was a bad fucking shot, wasn't he? <laughs> I've never considered it
1: from that angle. But that does, that make, that, that, that for me, in my mind, kind of is like the last jigsaw piece in that kind of puzzle.
0: Um, you know, I, this is a total kind of tangent here, but why do people not like Yoko Ono? Because I, I, I don't think I've ever seen the woman.
1: I've only co- I'm only familiar with the name and how people like shit can it constantly. I think the only time I've, uh, I've seen two images of Yoko I know. One is, I think, the famous one of her and John Lennon in bed naked. I thought
0: the, the other image we never saw, but it was alluded to, was that after taking that, the photographer had whipped the sheet off and it was just Yoko and, and John with their dicks entangled.
1: you beat me to it. I was going to say she has this mammoth fucking dong (laughs) no the only other than that the only other image I've ever seen of Yoko Ono is the headshot that precedes Kenny G in in that episode of South Park with the (laughs) with the recorders and other than that, yeah, I, I'm only familiar with her as a bit of a joke, so I have absolutely no idea what she's about, what she does, really.
0: Yeah, I always thought that the reason that people hated Barbara Streisand was because even though she's a good singer in her own right, she'd completely taken Barry Manilow's look. And people were like, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> Barry Manilow already did that. Hey, but Yoko Ono, what, what do you think then?
1: From the what I, what I gathered, it was just uh, at the time it was... Um, a girlfriend in the studio that had, like, ideas well above her station and that kind of divided the group. And I think, um, yeah, I, I got the, from what I understood, it was, the, it was the fans that really kind of fucking hated
0: that. Yeah. Can you imagine if we had a gang and it was my gang and your gang, and then one day you brought your girlfriend and you were like, it's my gang and your gang and her gang. And I was like, but what about when it was my gang and your gang, but not her gang? And you're like, well, it's my gang and your gang and her gang now. And I'm like, well, I don't want it to be my gang and your gang and her gang. I want it to be my gang and your gang. It's like that, isn't it?
1: It's exactly like that. And then I have to go home and a half, you know, shed some tears while she kind of slaps her around the back of the head and be like, no, 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 it should have been my gang the whole time and her gang. And together we'll have the, our gang together without you. Which is, I think, as good a time as any to let the listeners know that I'm going to be launching my own podcast with my girlfriend next week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called... It's called the Ge- Whatever my girlfriend lets me talk about. <laughs> it's,
0: called, it's called sanctioned Topics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about
1: that. Yeah, we Well, did. I mean we we we'd mentioned it. You know, I think we've done the obligatory mention of what I presume will be in the title of this episode and maybe the thumbnail. So I think we've done our duty, our, our duty our job there. We've fulfilled that part of our contract. So I think at this point we can I think we can talk about whatever we want.
0: Well, uh, there's probably like at least one or two people who've never seen Birdemic uh, but they're listening to this. Would you recommend it even as a bad movie? Yeah, I would say so. I think okay. a lot of people uh, it, is, um, it, it does have a lot of fun moments, right? Yeah, yeah. the lack
1: of kind of... the, 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 the Yeah, the, the decision-making process is... It is entirely baffling. Um, but it, it, it seems to be that these things kind of exist in this bizarre bubble where there there's no one kind of approaching it with any kind of... With any intuition whatsoever, I
0: suppose. I mean, this film... Literally has seventy minutes of people driving around with each other, nothing happening. The birds don't appear until like the last twenty minutes, right? No, it's it's not as bad as that, but it is. It's over
1: the halfway point, right? Um, We do. I think it's I think it's around fifty minutes um, of a ninety-minute movie, and there's no. There's no kind of, like, hints towards whatever's... I mean, I knew... I think the people that go into this movie obviously know what to expect, but what I didn't know to expect was that I'd have to wait that long to kind of... For that, I don't want to say payoff, it's a bit... That's kind of patting on the back a little bit, but, uh,
0: yeah, it was a long fucking wait. In a way, I kind of enjoyed it more than The Birds, because it was like, okay... All right, I can see like how bad they're acting. Like you know, I know the birds are shit. I I don't need to see that for twenty minutes. But, um, it reminded me a lot of uh, this actor I used to know called Dean, uh, who uh, was probably the worst actor in the world. Um, but he was a lovely guy. I look back at him uh, with affection because he was he was utterly clueless. Uh, but but I suppose a heart of gold. And um I remember once he was trying to give a deliver a line and it was something really weird like like I don't know whether to cook the buffalo wings or not right and then they must have done like <laughs> 20 takes of this thing it was it was just this student thing he was in couldn't say his lines without saying I do not know whether to put in the buffalo wings or not Right, okay. Was he the guy that um, when he was doing his
1: short film had this, uh, you, you, you told me, I can't remember it too well, had this kind of bizarre kind of like, was it turtle or tortoise puppet for something?
0: <laughs> no, that was Martin who uh, at once asked me if to turn the oven on, uh, he had to turn the central heating on. It's, sorry, what? Is
1: it, so he, he you you turn the oven on in in place of the central heating? No, he said like to or-
0: to turn the oven on. Do you need to turn the central heating on first? Right. Okay. Also, also once <laughs> I seem to remember, I was um, I was like outside. Out, he was in in a bathroom. Uh, yeah, well, he must have been in his bathroom, and uh, he was like flushing the toilet over and over. And I, I went to the bathroom door. and I was like, "Are you all right?" Because he was just doing it over and over, and he opened the bathroom, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just flushing down the coil- the toilet cores," and he was like getting the getting the the cardboard tubes from toilet rolls that, oh. that he used, and he was just like oh, just like ripp- ripping them in half and putting them down the toilet, and, uh, and I said to him, "Martin, what, why are you doing that?" And he said, "Oh, um, you know, just to get rid of them," and I said, "But can't you see that?" It's it, a bin. It's not working because it, you've like flushed the toilet like thirty times in two minutes, and he looked at it and he went, "Oh, so do you think I should just like put them in the bin then?" And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but well, I have to like
1: put my put my hand into the toilet." He's like, "Well, yeah, you're gonna have to." <laughs> yes, you're gonna have to every yeah, time. But, yeah, but, that, but that's that's where my poo went. I oh, and and I have to do it. Well yes, and if I don't you're going to make well, you're going to make me. Well yes.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I was, I didn't trick him then. I just basically forced him is what you're saying. <laughs> to put his hand on the toilet.
1: <laughs> I left the room promptly to fetch my baseball bat. He, was, he tried to affect egress, but I had blocked his path.
0: Yeah, no. So what Martin was trying to do is he was trying to make a kids film with a a tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> a puppet tortoise and this thing looked like it fucking died. I
1: yeah, the, I always remember it the way you described it. Uh, maybe I think I, I will remember something completely different to whatever the story was. But I always had it in my head that it was just made out of like the leather reclaimed from like a couch that he'd found <laughs> on the street or something like that. It and it was like this, it was this brown, really brown, kind of like sun bleached leather that you had. Oh. See how it was like r- riddled with like piss stains, right? Uh, and a, he just managed to wrap it around like some kind of errant tubing from I don't know, some kind of broken pipe in the flat and what have you. Honestly Just
0: gouged eyes in it or something like that. Honestly, it would have been an eccentric toy fifty years ago. I mean it was it must have been that old and it had been fucking stomped on. <laughs> a few million times, I tell you, it looked awful. Oh right, I always had it in my head that he manufactured
1: this himself. So it was he just tro- something that he found in his like nan's house or something. So,
0: so th- this was a guy I knew who was doing his um, his three years uh, film course, his you know his degree in his film course, and for his final movie, he was making this children's short film, and he he wanted a tortoise to be the main part of this film, and this tortoise would talk to the I don't know why he wanted it to be a film it sounds more like a short TV pilot but uh this tortoise would talk to the audience as if they were kids and all of this and he was going to he was going to get it manufactured but the person who was going to manufacture it said it would cost him 500 pounds <laughs> and uh, he asked me and Dan like what we thought and we said it sounds like this this guy might might not be really worth 500 pounds I I had this I thought he was probably going to make like a a sooty puppet. But anyway, it, it, as time went by, his his shoot got closer and closer, and he didn't have anything. And, like, he was seriously considering making <laughs> this fucking thing out of cereal cartons, right? <laughs> <laughs> he he was asking, like, right, oh, God, he, he was so literally autistic. Bless him. He asked me once if I knew any good recipes for... Um, Cornflakes. What? No, what's it called? It should, could, have, could have been fucking cornflakes. No. What well, he's he asked me once if I knew any good recipes for papier mache.
1: Oh. Like any good yeah.
0: recipes, like like oh my family have this this, you know, secret papier mache stock. But anyway, he mm-hmm. was considering making it making his own tortoise and um somehow he found this thing somewhere. Someone had <laughs> promised it him ages ago, and then they never said anything else, and then they just came through with it. And it was... It, it looked kind of... It looked better, because it looked like it had been professionally made, but it looked incredibly old. And it was a wicker basket with, like you say, kind of like this leather snake thing, snake head coming out of it, That was the tortoise head, That was, and that's where you would put your hand. Oh. So you'd put your hand in the shell, in through the back of the shell, and then... In, into this tortoise's head and then you would operate it like that and he he hired a professional puppeteer To to operate this thing and the only thing you can operate is his <laughs> fucking mouth, you know with your thumb and finger thumb and You know, do you know what I mean? Like open and close. That's all you can do you don't you know Spent two grand hiring that guy. He didn't need Jim Henson. His whole film cost about two grand so was this the same dude that had
1: the screenplay about the guy who gets molested by the zombie?
0: That was that was Steve, whose other claim to fame was shitting in a kettle in school and getting caught he, <laughs> as, as a prank. <laughs> and getting really drunk one night, ordering um, two immediate tickets, or almost immediate tickets, from London to South Dakota for a cost of about £5,000, panicking... <laughs> um, drinking <laughs> drinking his own weight in body milk in an effort to sober up, throwing up everywhere, calling Delta and asking for a refund, which they legally have to give you if it's within 24 hours anyway. He, he didn't know that. And then, and then living his life so that he never opens the post because Delta sent him his money back twice. So he got his five grand back and another five grand back. So he made £5,000 on doing that. But because he was such like an anxious person, he never opened his mail ever again because he thought it might be a demand for the money. <laughs> <laughs> so he just threw that five grand away. <laughs> no, no, no. He he had the money. No, he had the money. Oh, like, was it? There... He went straight so into his that... account. All oh, right. Okay. He... What about the follow-up five grand? Yeah, he... that just both was of that them. Just... Both of them just went straight into his account. There wasn't a check or anything. It was just like you know will return it to your card. Oh, what? And they returned it to his card twice. And then he just like, you must have just looked at it and thought, I will have to change my name. I will have to have surgery. I will,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will have to cha- change, change the way I, I talk. Get me a
0: nice, it will get
1: me a nice set of plastic tits. That's fine. Oh, I don't know. What What would you do if that happened to you? What if I just landed on five grand through through a company?
0: If if a big corporation gave you five grand by accident and it was clearly by accident, and if they knew they would want it back,
1: uh, I wouldn't say anything until they they kind of brought it to me. Really, um, I had something similar happen recently. Uh, my oh uh, uh, yeah, my my girlfriend bought a keyboard because um, she was interested in learning the piano. But what she bought was like this full sized eighty eight key. Fucking keyboard, and it was this. It was monstrously fucking huge. There was just nowhere in in our flat that it could possibly exist. You couldn't. There was nowhere you could comf- comfortably set it up to play out, or do well, anything I, with. Well, it ridiculous.
0: Eighty eight keys doesn't seem that big. Don't you get oh, like no, one hundred and twenty key ones or something? I'm I'm sure you
1: can, but this thing was just massive, and we just didn't didn't have the room for it. But but why um, was it okay? So how how big was it? I would say it was like seven or eight feet wide or something like that wow okay um yeah no it's, it's quite something um and she bought this off amazon and she had it she wanted to send it back and uh the company that uh, amazon uses oh um, my god hermes pick up hermes yeah
0: no they, uh, it's not that, oh my god they don't still use hermes in britain do they that's fucking yeah. awful yeah, it is fucking awful, because one of the big problems that we
1: had was they would set a few dates for pickup and be on like a Wednesday or a Thursday, this, set and the other. And, and one of us would like book the day off so we could be in to kind of, you know, hand it over, this, set and the other. And it was like 300 quid, 300, 400 quid, this keyboard. And they would never show up. And then we got in touch with Amazon and they like, said, oh, we don't know about this. And then they followed up and say, well, the reason is that uh, Hermes only do uh, collections on a Monday, Okay, so that, that's, uh, that's kind of baffling. Why was it scheduled? For, why was it slated for a Wednesday or a Thursday, this, that, and the other? And it's so, like, well, this is cost, this is a considerable bore like now. When can we, you know, we need to get this out. We need to get our money back. And so, oh, well, don't worry about that. Um, we've credited the money to your account. There you go. You've got it back. No worries. And uh, um, Hermes will come um, on Monday to pick it up. No problem. They've never shown up. And we've still got this thing boxed up down at the bottom of the fucking stairs. And we essentially have this free keyboard, and it's been like three months now. And we were all, we were convinced as soon as we got the money back, we'd hear something from Amazon saying, look, you know, we're giving you money back in good faith, um, but we haven't received this back. What's going on? Nothing has been said at all. So we've just got this thing for fucking free.
0: Yeah, I, I have this thing with Amazon sometimes where they, um, I'm sure everyone does, where they they say something's delivered and it isn't delivered, and it's it's stolen, right? That's what's happened mm-hmm. to it. It's stolen. But then they're like, "Well, you have to wait a couple of days," and then they're like, "Have you have you inquired with the neighbours at all? Have you have you given old Mrs. McGiggins a knock on the window? Have you let yourself into her house and have you said to her, Mrs. McGiggins, have you found my box? No, dear. <laughs> have you done that? Oy! It's kind of like, listen, Amazon, don't ask me if I've looked everywhere." Right? Don't ask me if my neighbours have got it. My neighbours don't have it. If my neighbours have it, they've taken it into the house and they've stolen it. Right? Everyone knows what what happens. People, you know, it gets nicked at the depot. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to, I used to work in the... Work p- in a depot? It was I the fucking to- richest time of my life. I used to work in a depot. Yeah, I used to work in a depot. It was the richest time of my life. No, not that. But I've heard stories. <laughs> <laughs> I perpetuated those stories as well. <laughs> By stealing. <laughs> I've been the central focus of those stories. Weren't we talking about bird demic?
1: <laughs> yeah, but we you were about to tell us how you've ruined so many Christmases for so many little children. Welcome to the George Rockle
0: Schmidt Show. Ten minutes a week are dedicated to Damien and I talking about consumer products that we have bought and rating them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I was yeah, I was convinced we'd be kind of be chased up for it and uh I was kind of a little bit on the fence about using Amazon again to buy anything in case that it would kind of trigger something in their system where they were saying, sort of like, yeah, okay, so you want to do this. Well, we're not going to send it out until we know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, that has, there hasn't been any kind of problem there. But my girlfriend's got the bit between. She's like, well, I'm going to buy another fucking keyboard. I'm going to do exactly the same thing again. And I'll rip them off for another fucking well, three not
0: don't, don't, don't buy a keyboard. Don't buy keyboard. What, what? Well, no, and Steinway, someone, you will buy Someone know, on Amazon, someone on Amazon and, underneath a 60-watt bulb sweating all day with muck on their cheeks, you know, in, in fucking overalls, smoking one of the three cigarettes they allow themselves each day because they're so fucking poor and overworked, looking at all this data all the time, like, oh, the, there's the, a pattern the, here. The, the Benedicts have ordered 100 keyboards in the last two years. What's going on there? Amazon squat. Assemble. <laughs> <laughs> dun 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 dun, dun. And, and they will they will smash your pasty dude <laughs> um I, yeah i don't know if that's more terrifying as a euphemism or literally <laughs> they just uh, kick your door down and immediately a fist goes into your lovely jamaican patty that you were trying to <laughs> eat it
1: was only like 50 pence for some reason i imagine you'll have you've got paper plates uh, th- th- we have had pla- we do have them in the house. Yes. One yeah, of those yeah.
0: one of those carpets that's too long, and despite being <laughs> too long, you can tell it's really cheap. No, that, um,
1: we actually have entirely wooden flooring. Actually, no carpets whatsoever. Carpets or some kind of rug would be a benefit with some of this, um, the spillages in this place. It turns <laughs> out that we uh, are in <laughs> the one girlfriend. building on this block that um, hasn't been renovated in like the last two decades and there is seemingly nothing that separates... is leaking out everywhere! (laughs) (laughs) There is nothing that separates, like, our floorboards and, like, the ceiling underneath. There's, like, no insulation or nothing. So if I spill a glass of water, it will go straight through the ceiling downstairs... I've had, I've had to <laughs> kind of lie through my fucking teeth with the neighbours because I've will I'll left something on the floor, kicked it over while I'm doing the washing up, and they're downstairs going, we don't know what's going on. The sky is falling.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, mean, well,
1: I don't know what to say. Or my pipes are in line. They're all working fine. You know, I've had the landlord around recently because we were having trouble with our things. Beer, you say? I have no idea where this beer <laughs> could have come from. Yeah, no, if they ever, like, smell the liquid that they're, they're collecting in oh, buckets as it's
0: coming probably- out of their light sockets. What? I imagine it's frothing. Well, I don't know. Pe- <laughs> people do yeah, spill shit, though, don't they? Um, you know, I don't think you're in the wrong for ever spilling something. No, but I kind of feel like these these guys come upstairs
1: like looking to kind of like do me for some money or repairs <laughs> and stuff like that. Well, I had one weird problem with it. Like, well, you the did have a paddling pool up
0: there, though, didn't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had no, we, but we did have a problem with the shower, and like. My, my girlfriend, like, clogged it. Oh, and,
0: uh, God. Oh, Jesus. I'm getting yeah, such a... She shut a...
1: down it. She shut down the drain, basically. <laughs> and what? she just didn't want to fucking... No, 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 no. But if you use the shower, like, you've got a finite amount of time to kind of get in, get washed up, and get the fuck out. Because it just... It takes so long to fucking drain. But my girlfriend would... This one afternoon, like, got in, and she was like, content just to kind of take a fucking time um, and a shower at our own pace. It's like, well, it's... It, yeah, it have, a, have a flowing, little just shower like, shit, you know. Treat, yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, of course, you know, you know. We are only human, you know, that's it's one of the great joys it, in life. You it, don't tell your, you know, your family about it, but, you know, it is nevertheless something that, you know, does feel good. Shitting in a shower is one of the most natural things you can do. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, that's, that's kind of how it happens. It just kind of drops out of
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is quite a journey this time.
1: But no, like so basically, it started overflowing, and she, I was like, "Did you, I was at work at this point?" And she told me about it afterwards. Like, I did ask this, like, when it was overflowing, did you not feel the need to kind of like stop running the shower and like maybe get out? She's like, "No, I just kind of wanted to do my fucking thing." And I got back and there's just every towel, tea towel, this, that, and the other was just fucking smothered around this fucking thing. And I guess she kind of jumped out like five, ten minutes after the fact that it started overflowing. And this desperate bridge to kind of uh, do a little bit of damage control. Because downstairs, it's their fucking kitchen that apparently was fucking flooding. Like the ceiling started bowing. There was so much fucking water going through. And it's like, well, why did you let it get this fucking bad? And since then, they've been on kind of high alert. So... Trying to get us to fucking pay for it. We haven't, and I'm not going to. But fuck off. You sound like bad neighbours.
0: Uh, I think we are. Yes. Oh man. Okay. Well, good. 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 I'm. I'm so glad I know that. <laughs> I it must. Be, you must be noisy as well. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh,
1: as we find, kind of found out with the, same, the ce- ceilings, there's like no insulation. There's nothing that acts as a su- uh, suitable sound barrier. So, yeah, I imagine that I drive people up the fucking wall. So can you not uh, Can you not hear them? Can you not hear them? No, I can hear them every now and again. Um, but, I mean, like the times that I'm in the flat, is they're either people are either out or they're just fucking asleep. So I imagine they have no trouble hearing any of this. Oh, well. I never met my neighbors' next door, but once I went out onto the roof, and then and, like, they the guy spat came out at you uh, he was he stopped short of that, but like the guy I had never met before like he gave me such a filthy fucking look I guess he's just familiar with all the noise that you know there has been that he's like, no one's ever like like made a complaint or anything like that I've heard nothing from any of these people
0: right well i basically i, I imagine i've always imagined that living under you is is essentially like this like is that right yeah 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 because yeah because
1: my my girlfriend and i kind of go to like dogfight fucking style
0: oh oh well so basically you keep everyone up until 3 a.m and you flood the downstairs flat
1: i did not flood the downstairs fucking flat
0: i always knew that you're her suit's girlfriend flooded the downstairs flat. My giant
1: Turkish girlfriend. (laughs) Stephen, Matthias.
0: I don't think we even said what Birdemic is. I think you said it's it's a horror thriller romance and then I said, well, eh, the birds aren't even in it for most of it. Uh, essentially what it is, is it, it's it's an incredibly cheap film um, where it seems to have been made by someone who doesn't speak English very well or even at all, which I thought was the case because the guy's name is James Naguyan. Apparently you pronounced that name when? Did you know that? Yeah, I thought it was like Nguyen, something You're like that, the... yeah. Okay,
1: fine. I, I I always thought it was Nguyen as well.
0: Yeah. Nguyen uh, sounds cooler. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, I think so as well. Spell it differently. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, it, I thought that this was like some Vietnamese dude who probably would have made a shit film, but had made a kind of inexplicable film because he didn't speak English very well. And then I was shocked to find in all these interviews that now he, it's definitely, if not a first language, he's definitely fluent.
1: Equally, I was surprised that he was, yeah, so kind of well-spoken and so kind of, yeah, kind of together with the language
0: at one point right okay so i i'm going to i'm going to read this and i think this kind of illuminates a little bit uh, what it must have been like um so apparently during the filming how would you pronounce it Nguyen? yeah wen Nguyen, Nguyen, Nguyen. Nguyen, something like that okay so during the the filming of Birdemic, Nguyen instructed whitney moore who's the lady in the film not to socialize with her co-star who's the guy in the film
1: isn't that weird during filming? Yeah, that is that is weird. Did was there any kind of rationale given? I don't, or? I don't,
0: it's it's on the documentary. Um, it's on the documentary. Sorry, it's on the commentary. But no, I it's unclear why. Um, but apparently, as well, at one point they had a fight. Uh, the director and the lead actress, so the director right. Whitney Moore, they had a fight. Apparently, about something where she told him not to shout at passersby, and he wouldn't talk to her for three weeks. And the only way he would give her direction is through her co-star. That has to be the most dysfunctional film set I've ever heard of. Yeah, that sounds absolutely
1: nuts. I mean, how oh, how can you hope to kind of make any kind
0: of progress with your work if that's how you're going to work? Right. And not only that, three weeks. Are you fucking kidding me? How did this take anyone three weeks? <laughs> yeah, I
1: completely overlooked that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's all kind of done in the, done in an afternoon. After like the birds attack and these people start going on the road, it does feel like they just kind of drove up the coast a little bit, and then every every twenty minutes they kind of like stop. They just find some kind of layby. There'd be like a shop there or some kind of little tourist spot, and they're like, "All right, that's fine. We'll, we'll just stop off here for a little bit to see what we can get. Maybe we'll ask the shopkeeper to re, re, read a
0: line or something yeah. like that. You know, there we go." But yeah, I always yeah, it looks like it's done in a day. It does look like it's done in a day. I mean, the only thing that would would kind of stop me from saying that's definitely the case is, I guess, knowing how quickly the sun would go down and everything and how, how long it would take them even to do these, I could see it taking a few days. I mean, maybe they weren't filming for three weeks, probably not, but probably they're filming at the weekend, right?
1: I imagine so, yeah, when people have got time off from work. Yeah.
0: From their actual jobs. Yeah. So probably three weeks is probably basically the entire... Like, like five days, basically. <laughs> yeah, like five days, and he didn't talk to her for those five days. Oh fuck!
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to question, like, after you know the bust that would happen, why would you turn back up next next Saturday for
0: that? Yeah, or were the were contracts that I inclad? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he knew these people because we kind of said, you know, it, Neil Breen works at a used car lot. He doesn't, right? He work, you know. Give him a break. He works as an estate agent. Yeah, no, we discovered that. But he's pressed someone into uh, into being into the movie. I think that's probably what it is. It's probably he he pressed them some way. There's some some form of obligation he's holding over them. Maybe it's just you know because they said they would be. They fucking wish they hadn't, but they did, so they're stuck. (laughs) I don't. None of these people strike me as people who want to be actors.
1: I did notice that um, in the credits. yeah uh, there was uh was i don't know maybe it wasn't like i attack victims or something like that um oh, oh but oh. there
0: were there were people who were all the same family
1: yes yeah, yeah, yeah. you
0: think that they're just someone they met in a lay by and they were like we're doing a film about birds that attack people um would you guys like to be in it and like you just lay down
1: Oh, I, I, have, I had, I, where I went to was like James Wynn was like their gardener or something like that, and they just like, you know what? It's all, it's great, kind of like trimming hedges and stuff like that. But I'm doing this. Would you, two guys, he's like a friend of the family, you know. They've known him for years now. <laughs>
0: that's 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 the way they do it, isn't it? It's a non secretaire. When these salesmen do it, it's always like, it's always great trimming your hedges. But I'm doing this. Like the first bit of what you said is irrelevant, isn't it? You just want me to do something. <laughs> That's how they always sell me insurance on fucking on, on electronic
1: goods. And I affected strike that. I don't think that, you know James wouldn't known these people for years. He just kind of turned up one day in their driveway and just started hacking at their fucking petunias. like, what are you doing? It's like, I will stop this. I will desist if you sign this, which gives me full rights to you and your family to for, for four seconds your image of and, my movie. Yeah. All you got to do is get on this cheap double decker bus and then kind of just sit at the windows, that's fine. We don't need you to really do
0: anything, just sit
1: at the windows. We'll,
0: we'll, I'm going to do it in ed- editing. You guys aren't actors, and I'm not a director, but I will make something out of this in editing. Pwah, you've been nguyen <laughs> that's that's immediately runs
1: off. Nice like, garden, you mommy, want. Mummy, why does that man not have any <laughs> trousers? Why does, where, where is his hosen? <laughs> 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 Officer, I've just been across the door by a man that's Hosen.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> that well okay, that's the most f- amazing thing you've ever said. Oh thank you very much. Hosen is what we've got to change the podcast name to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sanshosen, comma pants police. <laughs>
0: So, so these these pants police are people who are arresting <laughs> people for not wearing pants, for, for yes, wearing yeah. pants.
1: Because well, they don't necessarily arrest them. I think what they, they do just is they just take their camp- pants off. <laughs> they track them down. They pursue them with a spare pair of trousers. And what <laughs> they the do is they attempt ways. to repants them.
0: No, no, no. They're 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 making sure that people aren't wearing pants, aren't they?
1: Oh right, okay. Sans-,
0: sans hosen pants police. It's got to be like this is a community where we thrive because of our lack of pants. Oh
1: right, so what you're saying is that the you know um, the mother when she she calls them made the gravest error of her life, thinking that they would rectify the mistake and apprehend the individual and re trouser him. What has happened is these people are going to affect ingress into the home quite violently and just, dist- just completely ripped them off for all their fucking trousers is that what we're saying
0: yes she she thought that she was in pursuit of a pervert or had seen a pervert and reported it and it turned out that she in fact was the pervert (laughs) the the person running away from her was an innocent non-pants wearer trying to get away from the disgusting pants wearer oh so she's the fucking sans hosen pants police in a fucking shocking twist She's not the police. No, the police come to remove her pants. Right, okay. What a twist. She's the police. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make any sense? We'll call it the village too. Uh yeah. Uh I, I that that Sanhosen thing has has blown me away. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, like I you know, that should be what laser block eventually becomes. <laughs> <laughs> Sans
1: Hosen. Here's George. He has the trousers. Here's Damien. He doesn't have the trousers. (laughs) Sans Hosen. Perth Police.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but. Who will
1: wear the trousers this week? Oh,
0: no. Stop (laughs) saying these things. (laughs) Why does it have to be the same trousers? (laughs) Why don't they get (laughs) another pair of trousers?
1: Season 2.
0: That, that That is a good point. I wouldn't want to wear anybody else's trousers. That's kind of but grim. That's not... it's, it's kind of grim, isn't it? <laughs> do you remember when you would do PE in school, and if you forgot your kit, they might make you wear... You'd have to
1: wear a loner kit, kit.
0: A loner kit. A loner kit, because you were a loner kid. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, and they were always like... <laughs> they always had like no, Fido Dido on them.
1: No, I always remember... Because uh, I, I got caught out once not bringing my kit. And I was trying to sit it out, but they was like, here, here's a fucking scummy pair of shorts from the fucking 70s. And I remember there was this thing, it was almost like satin. <laughs> Mr. Right? Sedgwick just,
0: grew up in these.
1: Ugh. Potentially. I don't know what the stories of My these My dad are. did his
0: national service in these. Ugh.
1: I mean, I was too young to ask, like, the proper questions in that situation. And I did I did wear them, and it was, it was terrifying. Um... But there was this weird kind of like neon green satin, right? For an outdoor lesson, which I seem to remember was at summer, so it was quite a sunny day. It reflected the light like a fucking motherfucker. My crotch blinded. Well, blinded me. I don't know what other, other people were seeing, but oh, fucking hell, it's disgusting. When, you, when you're aware of it's other people's clothes, that have just been in oh. this bin for God knows how long.
0: It sits on you. It's it's cold. It was so uncomfortable. and It felt so fucking that's the, fucking filthy. That's how Argentina won their first World Cup was from wearing very shiny clothes. You know, and they would do all these kind of, you know, tackles and stuff and people would just be like, "Oh god, the glare." <laughs> all the
1: video footage was entirely useless. Nothing but lens flare.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why they stopped them doing it. Like, no we,
1: one knew what happened on the field that
0: day. It was like, well, you know, some people got kicked. Some people got kicked, not the ball. <laughs> People got kicked. I imagine if you if you can't see where you're kicking, I imagine some people are going to get kicked. Yeah. A dick you kicks know. across the board. You know, hmm? on, on, on a field full of men running around kicking, I think someone's going to get kicked, aren't they?
1: Because <laughs> that's how you play football. You don't run and pursue the ball. Every step is a new kick. <laughs> Every step is a new kick. <laughs> it's just people goose-stepping really quickly wherever they go. Really violently. <laughs> It's like the the match itself is only 15 minutes because it's an incredible fucking feat of endurance to last that long. It's You really exert yourself the way you're kicking. (laughs) The pitch is a lot smaller as well. It's a fraction of the size. It's still 22 men on on there, but it's only like, I would say, like 30 feet fucking wide. They have no space to maneuver.
0: No one can move any faster than a quite slow job. <laughs> the ball often does spend a few seconds just sat there it's
1: never on the pitch after the first kick it's gone so they so much- result to a point system of where you where people are kicked like there's like it fucks up loads of people's ankles and shins or what have you but that's you know that's like 1.2 points that's it but if you get the hips or the you know a cock shot that's it that, that steals the fucking game you've got 10-20 points there
0: Oh, dear. Okay, back to Birdemic. I, I'm just looking at the at the poster of Birdemic, which is a picture of terrible mock
1: birds. I'm looking at the same thing here. Um, I've got it up on IMDb, but I'm absolutely convinced that this will have been produced, unlike everything else that will have been carefully manipulated through Photoshop and a bunch of other programs, um, for any other movie, any other kind of promotional material, this will have been produced in Microsoft Word. And I'm kind of shocked that you know he's managed to kind of format the text so it's all centered, like centered nicely. But I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get that right. And he's like, if you lo- booted the file up, you can see the formatting where he's basically just put loads of spaces with every uh, with every line of text. It's not actually programmed at all.
0: I see what you mean. Um, I mean, I'm not being funny, but this is a malfunction, isn't it? Of of a of the brain. <laughs> this this is not normal.
1: No, it, it is. It's it's aberrant thinking. Aberrant processes in the brain, I think.
0: It is bizarre. Yeah, I, it's, I, I just
1: don't know what to say.
0: It, it's bizarre as well because I've seen interviews with him after it's come out and gained notoriety where he says, I think from a distance it looks like a $100 million oh. movie. I've seen that clip as well. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, and do you
0: think this looks like a hundred million dollar movie, and he's like, yes. "Yes, from a distance." And it's kind of like, okay, I suppose from a distance it might. Even if it does, it, it's it as you said, it, it, the structure of it is so poor. It, it you know, it's not like he made a few mistakes. It's like he he almost misunderstood what a story is. It's he he must be quite strange. He must be a weird person, right? Yeah, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's every time he seems to be kind of wearing like quite a, a dapper little suit in uh, in kind of every all the footage that I've seen him in. But I imagine if you kind of curl up that sleeve just beyond his uh, his kind of in- imitation tag, there's a little uh, there's a little tag there. that says "Return wearer to hospital." Um,
0: did you hear about <laughs> about the whole Sundance thing? He tried to get it into Sundance, and obviously they wouldn't take it.
1: And then he what was it? He had like a, his. Like in family wagon parked outside, covered in, you know, prop birds and what have you. And yeah. And it looked kind
0: of somewhat like a protest or something like that. And yeah, he drove around to catch the attention of someone. And he did. He caught the attention of Severin Films, which went on to distribute the film. But you, hmm. know, you know what, James Nguyen? If you'd have just looked them up, you could have called them and they'd have taken it. <laughs> because they' they're, <laughs> they're gonna be a distributor that takes anything there are there are plenty of distributors that will take anything if you have a film, you can get it distributed probably not in a situation where you'll make any money from it ever and probably in a situation where you're giving up all your rights just to get it distributed. but if you make a film, you can get it distributed, and that must be what happened with this
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm gonna kind of i'm gonna better to acknowledge here i imagine I imagine so yeah um
0: i mean it, it'll have been some guy who goes there every year goes to Cannes every year and he's in he, he's basically in the bullshit distribution market he'll distribute your fucking whatever whatever it is he'll distribute your um your vanity project he'll distribute your weird christian film or he'll put you in touch with someone who does i mean they all know each other all these people mm-hmm. and there's you know there is a market for shit like this obviously but even if it hadn't gained its notoriety there is a market for crap films clearly you know
1: I don't know. I mean it's just it's it's one of the many millions of fucking highly questionable fucking decisions. I there are there's there's going to be no satisfying answer. I guess it's, not. It's it's, it's 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 all baffling, entirely oh. baffling.
0: Uh, anyway, yeah. Um yeah, Birdemic shit. That's, that's that's it really, isn't it?
1: Okay, yeah, 10 out of 10.
0: 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It would recommend. It would recommend. Would recommend with thumbs uh, up. with friends maybe.
1: <laughs> and by friends i mean beer
0: yeah pretty much uh it, it's something that i i allowed to wash over me and it was just it was an interesting journey that it took me on i was just thinking okay all right you decided to do this wrong but why <laughs> discuss but we won't discuss yeah there you go do you have anything else to say about pandemic shock and terror uh, by the way shock and terror when either of those things in this movie? Yeah, there was
1: absolutely no peril in this movie apart from one moment, and that was even before the, the they introduced the birds, altogether. To, to be it
0: was, to be fair though, this is set in an alternate universe where, people can die by getting pecked on the cheek just, and, and elbow yeah. and shoulder like instantly as well. Yeah.
1: You don't bleed out or anything like that. You are just down. Like these birds, like fucking went straight for this fucking spinal cord. I take it.
0: They weren't just birds, though, were they. They were all eagles.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was like all of three different images
0: that, he
1: got, that he got. He got a student
0: be... to make. In that fucking yeah. in that interview that we we clearly watched the same interview, right? In that interview, the the interviewer says, "How did you get the images of the birds?" And he says, "I got a student to make them for me. A student from, and then he says the school. Yeah, that's right. I got a student to make them for me. And it's like." you dickhead you're not going to say his name oh maybe maybe actually that's an act of mercy i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean if me i kind of wouldn't want to be i wouldn't kind of want to be named up by that guy i mean i don't know maybe this person was like constantly protesting like they're not finished yet they're not finished (laughs) it's only a concept (laughs) Yeah, no, this was just like my
1: this was like my storyboard mock up. This is what, you know, I'm just cut. Kind of, I've got a few thumbnails here that I've just put together just to kind of illustrate what I'll do in the future. No,
0: that's fine. I'll take it. It's fine. It's good to go. Yeah, to yeah. Go. Give, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> and like if but Mr. Nguyen, if you just wait another 3 or 4 days. No, we're filming now. <laughs> if you wait another 3 or 4 hours, it's uh, <laughs> the product will be finished. But It'll be complete. You, but if you if you're only filming now, you don't need the the images now. Surely. Yes, I do. I'm going to I'm going to put them into my camera and I'm going to put them over the image while I film.